Talk Radio. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Merriam-Webster's Dictionary defines a Semite as a noun, a member of any of a number of peoples of ancient southwestern Asia, including the Akkadians, Phoenicians, Hebrews, and Arabs, or a descendant of these peoples. And the same dictionary defines anti-Semite as a person who has a hostile, prejudiced attitude towards Jews. But are all Jews Semites? If Semitism is a matter of geographic or genetic origin, and being Jewish means you practice Judaism, a belief system, then what is all this anti-Semitism talk even about? Is it about race or religion? One interesting fact is that the word Jew did not occur anywhere in the English language until the 18th century, when Richard Brinsley Sheridan used it in his play The Rivals. And until they were revised after 1775, the Bible refers to Jews as Judeans, a name fitting for inhabitants of Judea. For example, when Jesus was crucified, the words above his head read, Jesus of Nazareth, ruler of the Judeans. In fact, as the Bible describes, many of the twelve tribes of the Israelites disappeared as they were defeated, captured, and dispersed throughout the region by Assyria and Babylon, where they assimilated into other populations. Some maintained their religious practices while others didn't. The remaining Israelites at the time of Jesus were only a fraction of what God's chosen people had once been. So, after the siege and destruction of Jerusalem, where Judea was brought more fully under Roman rule, what exactly happened to all the remaining Judeans? Did they just die off? assimilate into Rome, or migrate somewhere else. The most mainstream view is that the Israelites migrated to other parts of Western Asia, Northern Africa, and into Europe. Sephardic Jews are those who lived in Spain and Portugal since the latter centuries of the Roman Empire, while Ashkenazi Jews are those who coalesced in the Holy Roman Empire around the end of the first millennium AD. Actually, more than 80% of the Jewish people today are Ashkenazi. This this view would indicate that all European Jews are in fact Semitic, meaning they literally descended from ancient people of southwestern Asia. However, some believe the Ashkenazi have a different origin. In his book Facts Are Facts, author Benjamin Friedman uncovers the relatively unknown history of the Khazar Kingdom and claims that self-proclaimed Jews of today, especially those of Eastern and Central Europe, are actually descendants of this nation. Quote, In the first century BC, the Khazars invaded Eastern Europe from their homeland in Asia via the land route between the north end of the Caspian Sea and the south end of the Ural Mountains. The Khazars were not Semites. They were an Asiatic Mongoloid nation. They are classified by modern anthropologists as Turco-Finns racially. In the seventh century, King Bulan, ruler at that time of the Khazar kingdom, decided 
decided to abolish the practice of idolatrous worship and make one of the three monotheistic religions the new state religion. After a historic session with representatives of the three monotheistic religions, King Bulan selected as the future state religion the religious worship then known as Talmudism, and now known and practiced as Judaism. King Bulan and his 4,000 feudal nobles were promptly converted by rabbis imported from Babylonia for the event. The king invited large numbers of rabbis to come and open synagogues and schools to instruct the population in the new form of religious worship. These were the first Jews in Eastern Europe, and their kingdom became a theocracy. But they weren't Semitic. It's as ridiculous to call them people of the Holy Land as it would be to call the millions of Chinese Muslims Arabs. The Jewish Encyclopedia, Volume 4, even confirms this historical narrative. Quote, Khazars, a people of Turkish origin whose life and history are interwoven with the very beginnings of the history of Jews of Russia. At the end of the 8th century, the All king right, of folks, the Khazars... Uh, this is the latest from Red Pill TV. You can find it at band.video revealed the hidden history of the Khazar kingdom. I just learned a lot. We'll be right back, folks. It's election day. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the program. This is American Journal, Infowars.com, and band.video. It's election day, 2022, Tuesday, November 8th. Hopefully everybody is going out and voting today. I'll be going and voting immediately after this show ends, but I'll be back as we will do extended coverage throughout the night here at InfoWars, tracking returns and giving predictions, etc., etc. We'll be taking your calls all through the show today. I'd like to hear what people are thinking on this very important election day. That will, of course, be our main topic of discussion, but there's a lot of other stuff to talk about as well. Also, I spent a long time yesterday visiting lefty Twitter and I, I have returned with secret and, and ill-gotten knowledge. So we'll get into uh, just some of the psychology behind the Democrats, really, as evidenced by their mouthpieces on Twitter. We're, we're going we're gonna to dive headfirst into the cesspit of cringe a little bit later as we look at popular leftists and we all – cringe in unison and try not to throw up as we read their ridiculous propaganda. We're going to have fun with that one. Uh, But first, let's begin today, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Tuesday, the 8th of November, 2022. The mainstream media is already casting doubt on today's election. ABC News started the day with this headline, early election night results might not indicate final tallies and why that's okay. Totally fine. Sure, we held elections from 1789 to 2016, getting the results in immediate, well, 2018, I guess, getting the results that very day, no delay, no necessary week-long count. Uh, but then suddenly something changed, and now – and that's totally fine, and it's okay, and don't ask questions. Why would why would this be okay? Why would this not be something that we should be concerned about? I mean I know we say on this show all the time that the media is 
entire purpose of existence is to sort of launder the things that the Democrats or the politicians are doing, right? One arm punching you, the other arm patting you on the head and telling you, you didn't get punched. What? You're crazy. It's totally fine. Punching is just a normal thing that happens to faces sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous, but this is where we are, right? So uh, there's no reason why there should be uh, a super long delay, maybe because of mail-in ballots in 2020 because of the lockdown, but they've just kept that going for some reason. No reason. No, it's not necessary. We don't need to have mail-in ballots. It just opens the door for massive amounts of cheating since it's almost impossible to guarantee a chain of custody or to verify that the votes you're counting are actually correct and from the people that claim that they're from. So you should just be suspicious. You should – everybody should be suspicious of this. Everybody should really be suspicious of anything that the establishment is doing without any obvious reason. But they say a, quote, red barrage – and this is the other thing. They say that it's fine. It's fine. It's going to take weeks. It's fine. It's going to not – we're not going to know the answer today, which it's not, and it shouldn't be, and there's no reason why it should be fine. So that's stupid and wrong. But even if that's the case, why should it be that there's going to be a red mirage and then the Democrats are going to take it at the end of the day? Even if you accept the lie that it's totally fine and absolutely normal to not be able to count votes on election day – why is it nece- why is it necessitated by that? Why are they acting like also it's totally normal that the Democrats will come from behind and have a victory even though it looks like a red wave at the beginning? Why would counting of votes somehow indicate one party over another? It, that doesn't make any sense and especially doesn't make any sense with our next story. But here it says a red mirage or an artificial GOP vote lead will likely reoccur Tuesday. Why? Ah, they just say it. They just say that's going to be the case. Doesn't matter. As early as election as early election results come in on Tuesday, it will likely appear that a Republican candidate that a Republican candidates. Okay, just you know, ABC News. If you're going to lie to our faces, at least run spell check first. Sorry, just reading it verbatim here. It will likely appear that a Republican candidates vying for any number of the federal or statewide races appear to be leading their Democratic opponents even by large margins yeah it'll look like a a red wave absolute blowout early in the day but then they say their leads will dwindle or crumble completely after perceived quote dumps of votes are recorded by state election officials who count mail-in and absentee ballots in the days or even weeks following election day yeah they're giving themselves a nice big comfortable cushion here of weeks upon weeks in which to fabricate distort create ballots that they claim will bring the democrats victory but why though but why but why would this be the case it doesn't this doesn't make any sense why would why would this be necessary and why would what everybody knows to be the case the red wave that's coming the absolute blowout as you've seen things like polls showing college-aged men swung from democrat to republican 27 points Women, college age, suburban mothers swung from Democrats to Republicans by 30 points. Massive swings towards the Republicans. Everybody's expecting a red wave. You should be suspicious if that red wave that everybody knows is coming and is legitimate and is actually reflective of the mood of the country is slowly dwindled away over the next couple of weeks as they dump ballots 
that go strictly for the Democrats. They're just they're going to cheat. They're just going to cheat. That's just the only way to to put it. But let's really just shatter this illusion thoroughly right now. Because what they say is this phenomenon was popularized as the red mirage or the blue shift after the 2020 presidential election when former President Trump took a deceptive lead in several competitive states on election day due to delays in counting Democrats' mail-in votes, their preferred method of voting due to the COVID-19 pandemic, only to eventually dissipate when the entire reserve of votes was totaled. It's just, my God, liars covering up their lies with more lies. It's so despicable. But – Here's the thing. This whole idea of a red wave going away at the end of the day is predicated on the idea that Democrats have a massive advantage when it comes to mail-in ballots. In other words, it only looks like a red wave because most Republicans vote in person and most Democrats vote by mail. So once the Democrat mail-in votes get counted, well, their lead, the red lead suddenly shrinks and the Democrats get out on top because Democrats prefer mail-in voting. Here's the problem. No, they don't. It's actually the other way around. And in places where it's actually a Democrat majority like Miami, they're actually reporting now more Republicans than Democrats turned out to vote early in Miami-Dade. So Miami-Dade County Elections Department unofficial data showed that as of Monday afternoon, about 30 percent of registered voters had already cast their ballots, and most of them were Republicans. So whether it's early voting or mail-in voting or any alternative voting, something other than just on-the-day in-person voting – they like to pretend that that's going to give an advantage to Democrats, but even in highly Democratic areas, Republicans in this election have an advantage in the number of ballots returned early to the polls. So it makes no sense at all, this idea of a red wave. It only makes sense if they are literally planning to cheat using mail-in ballots. But no, the early voting and mail-in voting data shows that not only is it Equal, Republicans actually have an advantage in mail-in ballots. So if anything, there should be a red wave this morning, and then as time goes on, as they count the mail-in ballots, that wave should extend and increase and become a bigger gap between Democrats and Republicans. So just keep your eyes open, folks. They're going to try to cheat. They're going to cheat, and if they do, they already have an entire system in place to call you a terrorist and, and send the FBI after you for noticing the crimes that they commit. Now, I know I've spent a lot of time on those first two stories, so we're going to have to finish up the Daily Dispatch on the other side. But let's take a, a brief little respite here to remind you that you have an important decision to make today. And no, it's not between Republicans and Democrats. That's a that's a simple decision. That's an easy decision. The decision you have to make is do you get X2 or X3? Do you get Brain Force Plus or Brain Force Ultra? Lots of options available on Infowars.com, but unlike the politicians you'll be voting for, it's not the – voting for the lesser of two evils, but rather the better of two goods. Uh, all of our products are bombshell. All of them are top of the line, but many of them have ulterior versions that you can pick one or the other. The choice is yours. Cast your vote now by going to InfoWarsStore.com and purchasing any of our incredible products. Don't let the globalist monsters and their mercenary minions be successful at silencing you. And the globalist's number one mission is to silence InfoWars because they rightly see us as one of the main beacons of resistance alerting the people, not just of America, but the world, to the threat of the globalist and their censorship and tyranny. That's why it's so essential today, now more than ever, to share links for InfoWars.com and to also financially support InfoWars.com at the most critical time on our fight by using promo code 1776 at checkout so you get an additional 10% off. These people are coming for your birthright. 
They're coming for your First Amendment. They admit once they've silenced us, they're coming for you. I am in your hands, and I'm asking for your support now. You have my commitment to never give up or back down, but I could give out without your support. Thank you for all your past support, and I'm encouraging you now to redouble your efforts at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776 for an additional 10% off on the already big sales and huge discounts. Once a tragedy reaches a level of national significance, American citizens should be allowed to basically question that event in any way that they deem fit. The First Amendment is unique in the world. That's what they want to take away, your ability to speak freely. So they're going to go for Mike Lindell next, or are they going to go for Steve Bannon, or are they going to go for Tucker Carlson? I studied the globalists 30 years ago, but on air 28 years, and I knew they were planning all of this, and I warned the public as a modern Paul Revere. But I couldn't have done it without your support. And now, because we've been so successful warning the population of the planet, not just America, we're public enemy number one when it comes to the globalist agenda. That's why it's more important than ever to realize how successful InfoWars has been because of your past support. So I salute you and I thank you. And I ask you now, at the critical juncture of the battle, to redouble your efforts by visiting InfoWarsStore.com and getting amazing products that keep us on air. 1776 is the promo code. The destination is InfoWarsStore.com. And I thank you all for your support. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars, American Journal. Thanks so much for being here with us. It is Election Day. And of course, we know what that means. It's cheating day for the Democrats. But don't worry, folks. Fear not. Our lovely, wonderful, trustworthy, consistent, patriotic Department of Justice is sending agents out to 24 states to make sure everybody's complying with the law from the hill doj to monitor voting sites in 24 states for federal law compliance the department of justice announced monday it would be it would monitor election sites in 24 states around the country on tuesday to ensure compliance with voting rights laws it's such a big issue democrats really just they have to invent issues don't they Voter rights laws. Yeah, we're we're the 1960s folks. We have to we have to watch out for them good old boys in the KKK hoods scaring away. <laughs> it's just so stupid. <clears throat> Sorry. Since the passage of the Voting Act in 1965, the Civil Rights Division has regularly monitored elections in. F- in the field and jurisdictions around the country to protect the rights of voters, wrote the DOJ in a statement. Really? Have you done that in the last couple of elections? No? When was the last time? When was the last time you actually sent people out to monitor the elections and predicated on civil rights law violations? Never before, huh? No, not since the 60s? Is that right? Wow, amazing. And you're just doing it this year? Why? Oh, because of all the racism probably? Right, yeah, all the racism. Right, I forgot about that. Unbelievably stupid. 64 jurisdictions across 24 states are being monitored now. Uh, but it's not just the uh, the DOJ, the lovely, wonderful. Have I told you how much we trust and love the DOJ, by the way? You know, the DOJ that's kicking down the door and, and arresting, you know, the father of seven who protested outside of an abortion clinic and may now be going away for a decade. 
you know, those lovely people, the people who are engaged in just the wholesale criminalization of patriotism and concerted political attacks against activists, you know, those people, they're going to they're going to have oversight over our our elections. Now, the, the federal people. It's so great. So great when they're solving problems that don't exist while a massive other set of problems gets created by all of this. My God, it's so stupid. But it's also not just it's not just the DOJ, it's not just the DOD, it's also US Cyber Command and the NSA, as US DOD published this on August twenty fifth, how US Cyber Command and NSA are defending midterm elections. One team, one fight. With 75 days until the midterm elections, the Defense Department is fully engaged to defend the U.S. electoral system from foreign interference and foreign influence alongside their interagency partners. (laughs) This is an enduring, no-fail mission for the U.S. Cyber Command and the National Security Agency. Together, we bring speed of unity of effort against any foreign adversary that might seek to undermine our democratic institutions. We're so powerful and good and smart, except also we're super evil and corrupt, and we only mean certain foreign agencies, not others. But also, we are working at the behalf of APAC, which is a little bit awkward and ironic. And also, we take direction from and attack the enemies of the ADL, who are an ethnic and foreign influence group. Yes, we are utterly and despicably dishonest, but don't worry. We're in charge of deciding who gets to be in power now. It's amazing, isn't it, how this all works? This all meshes together to form a conspiracy of total, ultimate, top-down control, denying the American people the ability to have their say or even tell if their say is being had or even know if they're actually having an influence or not. It's just being ripped away from them and replaced by a hyper-complicated – interworking network of spy agencies so great i love our new country so much better than it was before when all those damn white guys were in charge those damn white christians it was awful when things worked well and smoothly and wasn't insane and complicated twitter tells advertisers that user growth is at all-time highs under elon musk which is uh good news uh since Musk's dramatic takeover, Twitter's monetizable daily user amount growth has accelerated to more uh, to more than 20 percent, while Twitter's largest market, the U.S., is growing more uh, more quickly than ever. Which, of course, means that all of the advertisers that uh, pulled money from Twitter will be rushing back because, as we know from the socialists telling us all the time, it's all about money. It's all just about money to these people. All they care about is profit. All they care about is getting profit and sticking it in their greedy pockets. So obviously they'll be flooding back to Twitter except no, no, no. It's, it's about something else. It's about something higher than profit. It's about something higher than money. It's about something higher than greed. It's about power. It's about the exercise of raw power to obliterate your enemies and dominate your victims. It's about usefulness. It's not about money. So even though companies could be making a killing right now, could be just raking it in by advertising on Twitter, they're not going to. Just like Adidas was willing to sacrifice a tenth of its profit, cut off its own leg to spite Kanye West. Yeah, just losing a quarter billion dollars in a single year, putting the entire company in jeopardy. Why? Because they're so greedy? Maybe. Maybe it is that. Maybe it is that because maybe Groups of people told Adidas, we'll crush your, your company entirely if you don't submit to us. And maybe that's what's happening with, uh, 
with Twitter as well. We hope that Musk continues to stand up against the corporate onslaught and uh, actually makes money in a capitalistic way because there's nothing wrong with that. Finally, we have this story. Evelyn de Rothschild, London head of the banking dynasty, dies at 91. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just it's just so sad. I'm just so sad and broken up by this. 91 years young. It was too early. It was too early. No, I don't I don't want to uh, mock the dead. It's not a it's not a good thing to do. But on the other hand, you know, the Rothschilds and all. So Evelyn de Rothschild served 27 years as chairman of NM Rothschild and Son, the London banking branch of, uh, branch of the financial dynasty. Yes, the real controllers of the world, the real manipulators of international finance, the international cabal reigned over by a single family for hundreds of years, the self-appointed nobility who have no responsibility or actual kinship with the people over whom they rule uh, and continue to pass on their wealth and influence and power through bloodlines in an unmeritocratic, nepotistic power structure. Uh, Screw these people, and I'm very sorry that he's dead. I'm very sorry. So sad. I'm so sad right now. Uh, He was 91 years old. He died peacefully at home. Uh, from the UK's Press Association reported, citing a statement from his family. And uh, I have it on good authority that uh, he's now burning in hell. And uh, I'm very sorry to say that. I'm very sorry to uh, have to report that. It's, it's very unfortunate to have to say that. But it's, it's worth reminding everybody that your family, you yourself, you can have all the power in the entire world. You can have trillions upon trillions of dollars at your disposal. You can own entire countries in the Middle East. And yet one day... All of that will turn to ash and your loveless family will fight over the remnants, the scraps of the material existence of a life that you have uh, lived in degradation of all around you. And your name and face and will will go away and all the material possessions that you've gathered as your reward for a life lived unvirtuously will uh, disappear like dust into the wind. Goodbye, Evelyn de Rothschild, rotten hell. I am extremely honored be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal, InfoWars.com, Band.video, massive show today. It is Election Day. InfoWars will be broadcasting late into the night, tracking the returns and, of course, documenting, if it's anything like 2020, the overt and obvious examples of Democrat malfeasance, cheating, lying, manipulating, and all sorts of other machinations to... You know, to save democracy. Obviously, they're saving democracy. We know that they're saving democracy because they keep telling us they're saving democracy. Let's go to clip number 13 and we can see the media in unison as one with one voice and one thought and one brain say we are saving democracy. Let's watch. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 So sure, we just saw a bunch of um, news anchors saying the same thing over and over. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. But what, what again were they saying was extremely dangerous to our democracy? Sorry, if we could play that clip again, just play the, the first part there where we hear them uh, talking all together. When the media uh, controls exactly what we're able to hear, that's the biggest danger to democracy. The thing they're, they're all saying all at once, all in exactly the same voice with the exact same cadence, with the exact same words in the exact same order is a danger to democracy is the media um, actually all pushing the same message and uh, not giving outside people a voice. It's, it's a level of irony makes my head spin. It's very strange. It's very bizarre. Very stupid is what it is. But it's a uh, it's democracy that's up for election right now. That's what they keep telling you. It's what everybody keeps saying. That's the only argument that the Democrats seem to have because they well they don't have any other arguments. You know, it's uh, it has to be a life or death situation. It has to be an, a you're with us or you're with the terrorist type of dichotomy. Because they have absolutely nothing they can run on, absolutely nothing they can actually put forward as evidence of their worthiness of a vote. And I was kind of curious. I was kind of curious because, as you know if you watch this show, with my old Twitter account, my late Twitter account you might say, I somehow got in the spray zone of democratic propaganda (laughs) – I somehow found myself uh, under the deluge of the White House-appointed snitches and weirdos that lurk in the fetid corners of uh, Twitter. And it's not the case with – well, it's not the case anymore. It was the case with my old account, uh, but I don't see those those people anymore. And with my old account, it was – it was terrible. It was terrible to be in this spray zone because I'm, I'm going through my Twitter feed. I'm seeing all the people I follow 
based take after base take, meme after meme. I'm having a great time scrolling through Twitter, and then there, all of a sudden, like a speed bump on Adderall is some middle-aged child uh, yelling something ridiculous about Democrats are, are the only people to vote for. Retweet if you agree. And it would just like – it just sort of – everything screeched to the halt, and it was just like, ugh, what is this? How did this get in here? It's like eating a it's like eating a bowl of popcorn and coming across something furry. You're just like, what? What is this? This is wrong. This is enjoyed all of the other po- – this has ruined all of the other popcorn I was enjoying. This is terrible. Uh, and so I hated these people, and I would always talk about how bad and stupid they are. But you know what? I found that after not – being confronted with them continuously, uh, I sort of missed them. I sort of wondered, what are they up to? What are they saying? What are they What are they tweeting? <laughs> what lies are they spinning? So I went ahead and uh, I went ahead and visited some of uh, some of the left wing people, if you want to call them that, on uh, Twitter yesterday. Just see what they were up to. See what they were complaining about. And I guess I was able to approach them with more of a even-tempered sort of perspective since they weren't assaulting me in my Twitter feed at the time. I was able to uh, just look at them you know, in an a objective position, and I, I actually found some interesting uh, realities. Now, I've, what I figured out is that there's two types of – these left-wing repeater station NPC type people. Now, all of them are perfectly coordinated and in line with and instructed by the Democratic Party as to messaging and style and strategy and different tactics that work when it comes to Twitter. I mean, unless unless RT if you agree, retweet if you agree, or raise your hand if like these might be MK Ultra activation phrases that they're using, or their followers just don't know how to use Twitter, but they like constantly use this phrasing and they, I mean, it's, it's crazy, but there's two types of people. There are the, uh, know-it-all obnoxious mouth breather types that just sort of spout democratic talking points with the, the nuance and the energy of a used car salesman of like a dealership commercial for your local car dealership. They have the caps lock habits of boomers, but the vocabulary of edgy teenagers, it's, it's incredibly off-putting and cringy. It's very weird. But they just sort of spout democratic talking points that make no sense at all, and they, they do it endlessly. And they always say retweet if you agree or raise your hand if or some sort of other you know, term to tell all of their followers you should be repeating this, and the NPCs do, I guess. But the other type of those people are what we like to call uh, the snitches. They're the snitches of the group, and there are, are a number of these um, there are a number of these accounts, and essentially what they do is they repost almost exclusively right wing content and they post it without too much context. They sort of just rely on the innate sneering snide condescension of the description of what they're presenting to sort of fill in the context for you. Like they don't actually comment on what they're showing you. They just show you something that right-wingers are doing and then, you know, phrase it in a way that projects to you that you should feel above and better than these people for some reason. 
It's weird. Now, two of the main uh, accounts in this category are Right Wing Watch and Ron Philip Philipkowski, 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 Ron. We're gonna call him Ron. And again, what they do is they just they just post right wing stuff. They don't post any left wing stuff. They don't post any of their beliefs. They don't actually tell you why the Republicans that they're showing you are wrong. They just want to show you kind of cringy examples of like weird people at, at Trump rallies, and that's their entire argumentation strategy. But there's something I found very, very peculiar, per, peculiar, particular. I'm changing words. Very particular with these accounts, especially Right Wing Watch. Right Wing Watch, I went through the last week of tweets. They tweeted 42 times, and in those 42 tweets, 30 of them had the word Christian in them or had some overt reference to the Christian religion. But most of them had the word, the actual word Christian. And I realized... A lot of these accounts aren't anti-right-wing accounts. They're anti-Christian accounts. And this one in particular, and I'll show you some examples of what I mean on the other side. And we'll go through some of these Twitter feeds and see if we can't glean something of the democratic mindset of these really kind of embarrassing people that represent the left. We'll be right back. The globalists are in an absolute panic right now. They are attacking and suing and censoring and spying on and engaging in bullying and physical attacks against populist conservatives and Christians, not just in America, but worldwide. And their number one most hated enemy in the media is InfoWars because we know the globalist number, we know their operation, we know their modus operandi, and we know how to take them down peacefully. We've got great products that fund the operation that also are incredibly powerful and the highest quality for your immune system and more. We have the biggest sale of the year going right now. Black Friday comes early. Use promo code 1776 and get up to 60% off on these best-selling products at InfoWarStore.com. Biggest sale of the year, promo code 1776, up to 60% off. Take action now and empower your body. Why don't we talk about cryptocurrency? Because one of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. And you have a page on your website that's just for cryptocurrency donations, right? Infowars.com forward slash crypto. Is that a little advertisement just there? Well, we're fighting the deep state. We need okay. money. All right. This is it. Give crypto. Fund Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, right? That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. You know, I mean, I mean, people want to keep us in the fight. So I, I, I mean, I hope whoever the big whales are, they'll give us money before we keep going. We'll just keep, we'll just keep minting money as you're in this courtroom. Objection. Objection. All right, let's move on. And people care about the First Amendment. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to open up the phone 
lines for your calls in the next hour. Take your calls throughout the next two hours. We'll also be joined by Laura Loomer, who is on the ground in Florida. And she has some interesting information about the DOJ watchers who are going to be supervising the election around the country in 64 different precincts. She'll be joining us at 9.30. But I want to return to this topic of lefty Twitter, because I think it really illustrates to a a great degree just how hopelessly outmatched the Democrats are in terms of sort of everything, right? They have absolutely nothing. They have nothing to run on. And really what I want to highlight is the the difference between right-wing accounts and left-wing accounts. You go to a right-wing account – and what do you see? You see high-level corruption being exposed, talking about Biden and, and Hunter Biden and deals with the Chinese government and Chinese military installations going in, in on American soil or Canadian soil. You see talk about corruption and human sex trafficking in Ukraine, about the blackmail rings that are taking place, the highest levels of our – governmental organizations and uh, corporate organizations as well you have like legitimate real high level corruption being exposed and talked about and elaborated on and, and fought back against when you go to the lefty twitter they they have nothing so right wing twitter is just like you know, Biden forgets his son's name again and uh, you know, just like all this like crazy stuff. You go to right wing or you go to the, the left wing Twitter feeds and they're just like Trump is wearing makeup, you guys. It's like Trump is not even running. What are you even talking about? There's like uh, Don Jr. Here is a picture of Don Jr. signing books. What an idiot. It's just like this is this is what you're fighting against. This is the, this is the corruption that you're facing down. Donald Trump Jr. selling a book that he wrote. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Thank God you're here to protect us from authors. Like, What are they talking about? So it, to me, it was it's just really like stark, this idea of on the right, you have this group of people that are totally unsupported by the establishment, totally grassroots, totally legitimate, fighting against a massive and well-organized superstructure of corruption that is just tearing apart humanity at the seams. It's doing everything they can to try to expose and combat the machinations of billionaires and corporate masters and industrialists and foreign adversaries and all this sort of stuff. And then the leftists are the ones in power working on behalf of the people in power trying to crush dissent amongst people who have nothing. People have no power, no influence, no nothing. And it's, it's, really, it's really stark and it really gives you a good perspective of uh, how all this operates. And also they are just like nothing no, – it's, it's almost impossible to explain the levels of like nonsense that you encounter when you go to these. But I'm, I'm going to try to get, get through some of these. But to remind you, it was after all of these you know, operators of these accounts, they visited the White House and suddenly they were being forced down everybody's throat and they were on my Twitter feed continuously even though I wasn't subscribed to them or, or followed anybody who followed them. I was being shoved 
uh, you know, all, all of their content was being shoved in my face because they have the support and are, you know, snitches for the ruling elite and, and upper classes. But then that went away when I lost my Twitter account, so I had to go and, uh, and, and check them out and just see what they were, they were interested in. Here, here's a good example. Ron Flipowski says this was posted by the Fox account on Truth Social. Again, so he, this is, he's, he is a part of the snitch category. He's one of the, the snitches. So he just posts things that right-wingers do, and, and that's it. No commentary to it. But even the stuff he posts contradicts their entire theme, right? They refer continuously. One of the words you see in almost every other tweet is the word cult. Trump is a cultist. Trumpers are cultists. They're all in a cult. They believe this cult leader. They're Jim Jones. They're drinking the Kool-Aid, these people in a cult. Cult, cult, cult. It's always a cult. We believe everything Trump says. Trump makes up something totally untrue, and we all just follow him and believe him. But then when that's obviously not the case, and when there's evidence that that couldn't be farther from the truth, that Trump says something and everybody on the right wing disagrees with him, they also take that as a victory. So just nothing they believe is true, nothing they think is real. I mean it's all just total nonsense and, and fabrication. So he says this was posted by the Fox account on Truth Social. Conservatives turn on Trump for attacking Ron DeSantis ahead of midterms. Quote, what an idiot. And again, this is important because their entire philosophy is that Trump is a, is a cult leader and everybody does exactly what he says. But then they revel in this idea that conservatives turn on Trump, but it completely destroys their entire purpose of existing, which is to destroy the Trump cult, which obviously doesn't exist because people are constantly disagreeing and criticizing Trump on the right, something that they never do. The right, the left wing never does, never criticizes their own people. Uh, this is the important stuff they're covering. Uh, that rally makeup is about half an inch thick today with junior sons. There's Trump uh, taking a nice little picture with his grandson. This is unacceptable to Ron Filipowski. He's really standing up against the, the evil in this country. He's really pointing out the things that everybody's concerned about. You know, day before a big election, he's pointing out that uh, Trump is, is wearing makeup, I guess. I can't even tell. Doesn't even look like he's wearing makeup in this, but okay, great. Trump wears makeup. Good point, Ron. Oh, well, I hadn't thought about that. I guess I'll vote Democrat now. Uh, he, again, some weather issues during Trump's speech tonight. Lots of makeup on that suit now. Oh, yeah, Trump wears makeup. No, I, I got that point. Thank you for that. Um, really informative. I love it. And again, it's like, well, if you're making fun of him for talking about this, because first of all, Trump's not running, obviously. So why are you even talking about this? But like, is this really the most important thing, right? Collapsing border, collapsing crime, like all this stuff. If I'm making fun of Ron talking about this, then why am I talking about it here on election day? Uh, to point out that the Democrats have absolutely nothing. There's n There's no reason to vote for them. There's no reason to listen to them they they are not fighting against any legitimate power structure their so-called resistance exists entirely to beat uh you know unpowerful people on behalf of the establishment to crush and destroy dissent on behalf of the power structure and they have no legitimate targets to go after they have no actual threat to contend with they have to fabricate things and mock and use mocking and and you know, condescending language to put their ideas across. Oh, look, Carrie Lake is uh, holding a baby. No, that's such a good point. Wow. Wow, Ron, that's, no, I'm, I'm so convinced by that. Look how, I mean, the baby's just, you literally could not have a less expressive baby. I don't know what point he's trying to make here. But again, this is what they do. Oh, look, um, look, there's a, uh, there's a spell check error on Lauren, Lauren Boebert. There's a spell check error. I mean, you know, when you go to the right wing, feeds what they're talking about is again 
human sex trafficking, open border, fentanyl crisis killing 100,000 people, total bankruptcy, people's retirements being completely dissolved as inflation goes out of control, as the people in power use medical emergencies to impose their will on an unwilling people. I mean just important, real fighting against tyranny. It's what goes on on the right wing. On the left wing, uh, um, Lauren Boebert had a uh, had a uh, a spell spell check mistake in her commercial. So, phew, got her, got her, nailed her. No one should vote for her, obviously, because because uh, her it says get American back on track. Wow, how embarrassing! You know, it's just like what what who what do these people think they're fighting? Who do they think they're fighting? Who what who do they think they're championing? Who what do they think they're doing? Why? Just why? Why are these people popular? I don't know. It's just the point is that like these Democrats, they're just so childish. They're so petulant. Here's another one. Junior selling books out of the Trump rally today. Okay. The dude is selling a book that he wrote. Like what are you fighting against? Meanwhile, there is just open dismantling of your country by billionaires in foreign countries as we speak, COP27, the Davos meeting, the World Government Summit, all of these things are going on. All of these people who are the champions of the resistance, who are telling all of the, the leftists out there who they need to fight against, their big complaint is that authors sell books, uh, public people wear makeup before public events, and there was a, a minor spelling error in Lauren Boebert's thing. Like this is what they're focused on. This is what we're up against. This is what they're concerned with. I don't know if it's getting across, but it's like they have nothing. They have nothing but petty, sniping, little snide comments about people that aren't doing anything to anybody. It's just distraction. Like for the Democrats out there, you're not fighting against any big power structure. You're not up against some Voldemort Nazi Death Star here. The Voldemort, Voldemort Nazi Death Stars are your commanders, and they're simply mocking the rebellion, even though the rebellion's right the entire time. I'm going to continue on this, whether you like it or not. I'm going to keep going. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at InfoWars.com and the support of the fight starts at InfoWarsStore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, folks, I won't, I won't continue on with this uh, too much longer. We'll, we'll wrap it up here. 
I could just spend hours just like dissecting these these Twitter feeds. And, and again, the, the greater point is to look at just what the what the real what the real like result of, of all of their output is. They're not championing anything. They're not fighting against any power structure. They are simply reinforcing a top-down control system on behalf of the incredibly powerful in this country and around the world. And the one thing that really made me want to start talking about this is the realization of how so many of these accounts are just and completely anti-Christian. That's all they are. They're anti-Christian accounts. And it's not like they are pointing out something dangerous about Christianity. Like they're let's just read some examples. Let's just read some examples. We'll go through some some tweets here because Ron Flipowski is this way, but right wing watch is even worse. Again, I went through the last week of right wing watch tweets. They've tweeted 42 times. They use the word Christian or make an overt reference to the Christian faith in 29 of those tweets. 29 of them. Only 13 tweets out of 42 did not make overt reference to Christianity. So just let me ask you, if you had a left-wing watch account, if you had an account that was like, we're taking on the liberals and the Democrats, and three out of four of their tweets had the word Jew as some sort of derogative statement, would you say, well, they're, they're, they're left-wing watch. They're watching the Democrats. No, they're, they would be an anti-Semitic feed. It would, it would be clear that they're not against, you know, liberals or Democrats. They're, they're just anti-Jewish, and they just don't like Jews, and they're just couching that in the language of Democrats. So this is all that this is. So, and, and again, it would be different if they were saying, you know, well, if it was a Christian guy going, look, I'm a Christian. I don't believe what these people say, and they're invoking the name of God and, and claiming that God thinks their political position's right. I don't agree with that, and you know, it, but it's not about that. No, it's just about denigrating Christians. Ron Filipowski posts a video of a Herschel Walker rally where somebody says, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would allow conservatives to win. What an idiot. How dare he? Would they say that about Muslims? Would, would they care if, if Jews or any other religion prayed during their rally? Of course not. It's just about denigrating and, and hating Christians. At Michael Flynn and Eric Trump's Reawaken America event, they struck the ground with imaginary arrows seven times to call upon God to bring victory to the Republican Party in the midterms. Again, just, just mocking faith. That's all. Just mocking prayer. I, would, are they mocking Muslims in prayer? Are they mocking Hindus in prayer? Are they mocking Jews in prayer? Of course not. Just Christians. Opening prayer at the Trump rally in Miami calls on God to let your mighty hand be felt to bring victory to Republican candidates in the midterms. Wow. Praying to God. Thank you for revealing this to us, Ron. Amazing. Uh, Herschel in the Bible, right? Talks about the Bible. How dare he? Uh, these guys at a Trump rally in PA says God will soon be revealing the truth uh, that Trump won in 2020 and they say a quick prayer. Yeah, just, okay. What is wrong with that, Ron? What is wrong with Christians praying? What do you have against Christians expressing their faith? Like, what is this and why do you hate Christians? Uh, nope, not a cult. Nothing you see here. Keep walking. Trump proving what he always says. We only kneel before God. Yeah, Trump's like, we only kneel before God, and they're just like, wow, what a cult this is. This is such a religious cult. No, it's just called Christianity. It's just being a Christian. I don't know why you hate Christians so much. His wife starts crying at the message from God. He sees a rainbow and says, God is sending a message. What a beautiful thing. What a, what a, what a sincere expression of faith. But Ron thinks this is stupid, and, and he hates it, and he, he wants you to laugh at them for believing in God. Right wing watch. Uh, from election deniers to Christian nationalist. Chad Connolly took Christian nationalist pseudo-historian around the country to spread his misinformation in churches, constitutional sheriffs, prophets 
Oh, they're prophets. So God made a fighter. Look, they're invoking Christianity again. How dare they? Trump-loving prophet Julie Green weeps as she calls upon God to let the rightful president take his place. Yeah, stupid Christians calling on God. Right-wing pastor prays. Like, literally, they just post videos of Christians praying as if this is some sort of... As if this is something disqualifying, something to be mocked, something to be you know, dangerous to invoke the name of Jesus, to, to call for Christians. It just really struck me going through Right Wing Watch and seeing that three out of four of his tweets weren't even about the right wing, they're about Christians. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. It is election day. It is the great contest between the hateful Antichrist party and the American patriots. We'll see who wins this competition of deception across the board. I want to go to clip number seven here. Uh, American Firebrand is... A new, I think they're fairly new uh, account uh, media producers on the right wing, and they do absolutely incredible work. We have a couple videos from them. They came out with this one yesterday, which again is just a reminder. And and I don't know sometimes I feel like uh, you know three hours seems like so long, and then I spend like an hour talking about something uh, just about one thing, and all these other things are to be talked about. But I try to choose topics that sort of I think work as they, they encapsulate lots of topics or they work as examples or almost symbols for the rest of what we're talking about. When you talk about how the Democrats have nothing to run on, no arguments to make in terms of policy, when you talk about the way that they use social media to manipulate the masses, how they have to have social media actually promote them and work behind the scenes to you know crush their opposition and promote their accounts because without imposition – by those in authority, they would not be popular. They would not – their information, their their propaganda would not be spread because it's not compelling or important or good or sensical or truthful or anything, right? They would be blown out of the water by right-wingers if they didn't have a massive superstructure of censorship upholding them and, and promoting them and pushing them down your throat. So all of this stuff is like encaps- encapsulated in the the – hateful rhetoric of these left-wingers on Twitter, and they, of course, sort of expose themselves and what they're really against when they're called something like right-wing watch, but the, the vast majority of their output is really just denigrating and mocking Christians for doing something as simple as praying to God to, to help their chosen candidate. That's like disqualifying, apparently. Again, it would not be that hard to figure out if, you know, you didn't have the media programming going in to tell you it's okay and it's good to hate Christians. It's fine to hate Christians. Christians are, are – are, you can mock them. You can belittle them. You can denigrate them and, and you know, spit on them, and it's fine. It's totally fine. But all you have to do is just you know, imagine that these accounts were uh, anti-Jewish or anti-Muslim. They wouldn't be on the internet because these are anti-Christian. They are religious hate accounts. That's all they are, and yet they're allowed to remain up because they frame their religious hatred in the terms of politics, and they wouldn't be able to do that if it was any other religion. They only are able to get away with this because of the pre-established prejudice against Christians. 
And so they shouldn't be allowed on Twitter, obviously. I mean, you wouldn't allow a, uh, an account like this. You just, it's just like, a Jewish Jew has a Jewish prayer at this meeting. Jew, and it's just like, Jesus Christ. It's like, no, I'm against, I'm against Democrats. No, no, it's, uh, no, I'm, I'm an anti-Democrat uh, poster, actually. So, you know, ignore the fact that three out of four of my posts are specifically only targeting Jews. It's, that's not important. That's, <laughs> you're making that up. It's like, no, it's obvious what you're against. It's obvious what you really stand for and stand against. And it's obvious uh, how you get away with it and how you're allowed to get away with this. So that's the reason I bring up some of these topics. Let's go now to clip number seven here. Uh, this is American Firebrand uh, reminding everybody in contradiction to what the hateful little snitches and propagandists say, there is no reason for you to be ashamed ever for your country, your belief system, your people, or anything of the sort. Let's watch. MAGA Republicans are this extreme part of their party. President Biden readied new attacks on what he calls extremist threats to democracy. They're a threat to our very democracy. This MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political organization that's existed in American history. Freedom unifies the soul. My fellow Americans, our movement is far from over. In fact, our fight has only just begun. Don't let them shame you for loving your country. really what all this is about they it's it's it sounds so like cliche and extreme but like they literally hate america <laughs> these people the people that we're against literally like they see things like that compilation just like america exploding just like shooting rockets into space and like doing all this awesome stuff and being proud and waving the american flag and wearing a red hat and they just like they hate it it grinds on them they despise it they don't feel like they're a part of it, and they want to destroy it out of jealousy or envy. I don't know what it is, but they really do despise it, and they want you to feel shameful for being a part of the greatest country to ever exist on earth, the country that created the idea of human rights, that created such a powerful system of government that was so good in its exercise that every other country in the entire world adopted some form of its representative style. I mean, people do, do people not remember do, do people not know this do people not know that prior to 1776 it had been no less than well you know about and you know call it kind of uh, kind of call it, kind of call it symbolic it had been about i'd say 1776 1, years since the last republic it had been about 1776 years since julius caesar became em- became emperor and the Roman Republic fell and that a powerful state on the world stage actually had representation of its wider populace who can actually vote on the people in charge. It hadn't existed for 1,776 years. And yet we brought it back and now it's just seen as obvious. Everybody knows. Everybody recognizes that in order to even 
talk about human rights, you have to give the people under a control system say in that control system. It's just it's just assumed. It's just understood now. It's like it's like they take these things that Americans, Christians, white people like invent, create, establish against all odds, against all you know predecessors, against all precedent, in total defiance of any precursor before invent something out of out of nothingness invent something that is real and tangible and long-lasting and powerful and good and then when they you know if they were to be in 1776 and they heard people talking about a republic and people voting they would said that's stupid that's that's never existed it's been 2000 years since anybody had anything like that you can't invent that that's that that'll never work you got to submit to the king submit to the one in charge do what's right trust the science and then you have to defeat them. You have to fight through them. You have to crush them. Then you show them that what you're doing is right, that what you're doing is effective and good. And then it's so undeniable that they just adopt it and act like, yeah, everybody knows. This. Yeah, obviously everybody knows that a republic is, is the best way to do things. And like then they tell you, but you shouldn't be proud of that. But you shouldn't be proud that America did that. You shouldn't be proud that your people did that or anything of the sort. No, no, this is for everybody. Now everybody understands this, even though you had to take the risk and take the, the chance and actually strike out and do something novel and risky and good. Uh, you know, Once you do that, once you succeed, then we'll just adopt that and pretend like we did it the entire time and act like you're the bad people uh, for actually supporting it now. I mean it's just, it's just insane, but a very powerful video by – Firebrand. Uh, we'll be back on the other side. I'm going to show another video by Firebrand. I'm also going to show – I do want to show one more example from lefty Twitter of the type of thing that they just like – oh, it's a conspiracy. We're going to get into the left-wing conspiracy theories here for a second to again illustrate that there is no reason to vote for Democrats. There's just absolutely nothing. We're going to systematically destroy their every argument going forward. We're going to be joined by Laura Loomer in the next hour, and we're going to open up the uh, phone lines for your calls at, in the first minute of the next segment. We will be back, and uh, we are going to be up late tonight doing our broadcast. And, of course, as much as we don't want it to, it does cost money to do that sort of stuff. So we do ask you to go to InfoWarsStore.com, support us in this mission, give us the fuel that we need to continue to fight for what makes America great. The biggest sale of 2022 at InfoWarsStore.com is about to end. All our products are marked down at least 40 to 50%. But with promo code 1776, get an additional 10% off and double Patriot points. That's 60% off and 10% off on your next order as well. You cannot beat the deal. Plus, we've got incredible products like Vitamin Mineral Fusion, X3, DNA Force Plus. The list goes on and on. And these products aren't just amazing. They also fund the tip of the spear in the fight against the New World Order. So I want to thank you all for your previous support. And I want to encourage you now to take advantage of the best deals of 2022 at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Get up to 60% off. And it keeps us on the air. And it boosts your immune system and so much more. Take action now. It's the fourth coin that we've released in the last year. And I believe the most powerful, the man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt. Citizen of a republic, the man in the arena, 
There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world. It will never be made again. It's not just an amazing historic coin. It funds the information war against the globalists. This is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren. This is something you want to own. And as a fundraiser, it is funding the information war against the globalists. Ladies and gentlemen, 10,000 coins are available. They'll sell out very quickly. Please be part of history. And thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com or you can go to patriotcollectibles.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence and it funds the info war. Man in the Arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Ladies and gentlemen, we are opening up phone lines right now on American Journal. The number dial is 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call right now at American Journal. Tell us, what are you looking at on t- uh, today as, as returns will start to trickle in later this afternoon? What are you going to be looking for? What are you? Uh, what feeds are you watching how are you getting involved? Are you a poll watcher? Have you seen already some suspicious behavior? We'll be joined by Laura Loomer in the next segment. We're going to talk about some of the things she's been seeing uh, there in Florida as DeSantis is actually pushing back against Biden DOJ monitors interfering in Florida's election. We'll be doing that. Remember, you support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Right now, there are tons of things on sale, practically everything, really. It's the Black Friday comes early, mega blowout sale, and some of our top products are 60% off. Plus, you can get double Patriot points that you can then spend on other products, and you can get an additional 10% off with the promo code 1776. Things like the whole food multivitamin, vitamin D3 gummies, and vitamin C plus zinc, these three together are a trifecta of health. And you can get them all for 40% off there in limited supply, and you can package them together for even greater savings. Plus, that additional 10% off with the promo code 1776 gives you massive savings across the board. DNA Force Plus is in very limited supply, maybe selling out soon, but it's 50% off right now. That's one of our pricier supplements for a good reason. It is uh, the, the ingredients and the, sup- and the vitamins and minerals in that supplement are extremely difficult to get into. You know, packaged the right way. So it is a little bit more expensive, but that just means you're getting a massive discount with that 50% off. So if you've wanted to try DNA Force Plus, it is worth it at full at full price, but now you can get 50% off plus an additional 10 with 1776. Fizzy Magnesium is 50% off. Brain Force Ultra is 50% off. Brain Force Plus is 60% off. So go today to InfoWarsStore.com. It is, of course, a 360 win. You get super high quality items and you help launch InfoWars to the next level. It's the biggest sale of the year at InfoWarsStore.com on right now. Now, I know I said I would move away from it, but I got I to return to the cesspit just for a second, just for a moment here. Just again to illustrate the difference, the dichotomy, the extreme gulf between Something like a left-wing conspiracy theory and something like a right-wing conspiracy theory. 
Okay, because the left wing, as much as they write articles about how to love somebody who falls for conspiracy theories, and conspiracy theories are they're a danger to democracy, and we have to get rid of the First Amendment to stop these dangerous conspiracy theories. The conspiracy theories that these leftists come up with are so bonkers, it's like beyond description. Here's one. So Brooklyn Dad Defiant is one of the main um, the main people in this left wing thing. And his picture, it's just like he actually chooses to make that face. It's its bizarre. But he's like, holy blank, one billion views. Like, again, the caps lock. I mean, it's just like it's like boomer stuff. But it's like peppered with filthy language because they love vocabulary of edgy teenagers. But they're like, uh, one billion views for our Democratic hashtag. Vote blue tomorrow. It trended all day. Let's keep it trending all night. 500 retweets. Retweet right now. Retweet. Raise your hand if you're going to retweet. Okay, calm down, idiot. What are you actually saying here? Here's the actual conspiracy. Mehmet Oz failed to disclose that he's hiding Turkish nationals in New Jersey who continue to fight to deny the Armenian genocide. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> he's hiding Turkish nationals? What are you talking about? Seriously, what is this conspiracy theory? He's failed to disclose that he's hiding Turkish nationals in New Jersey who continue to fight to deny the Armenian genocide. Fight to deny? What does that even mean? Are they genocide deniers? Like, what? Why is he hiding them? Who are they hiding from? Where is he hiding them? What is this conspiracy theory? What are you even trying to say? It's so bizarre. What is this? But this is like – this is indicative of like the type of stuff that they push. They're like bombshell, amazing, breaking, retweet right now. Mehmet Oz Oz hides Turkish people. What? What? He's hiding Turkish – he's hiding Turkish nationals who fight to deny the Armenian – it's just like – look, if you're going to be a conspiracy theorist, you need some lessons about how to – actually come up with something that that makes any sense at all because that is that is a weird thing to say but they treat these conspiracy theories with all of the importance and the buildup of a new star wars release which i'm sure they also hyperventilate over but like take for example this this video we'll go to in just a second clip number 10 uh 12 rather clip number 12 brooklyn dad defiant like they build this up right he's like incoming scorching new video ad about to drop that slams the gop for seditious conspiracy can i get a thousand retweets Use the use the this hashtag. It's retweet caps lock retweet f word retweet caps lock. And of course, this is uh, in in you know to 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 build up this video by really American, really American one. We're dropping another ad exposing the C, the GOP seditious conspiracy that must be addressed. Can we get a thousand fast reply? Like again, they always like inc- they're just like please retweet retweet right now. Please retweet. Okay, we get it. Thank you. That's how Twitter works. Like, do do people not know how Twitter works? If someone likes your tweet, they'll retweet it without you having to badger them. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. They're stupid. Uh, So they, they, it's this big buildup. It's this big, like, it's coming, guys. We're about to blow the lid off this conspiracy. It's huge. Are you ready for this? Let's go to the video now. I don't know if anybody's ready for this conspiracy of right wingers and their seditious activity. Let's watch this groundbreaking bombshell ad from the left wing Twitter. 
The conspiracy to overturn the 2020 election didn't stop with Donald Trump and his advisors. The January 6th hearings have now revealed that 10 House Republicans joined a top-secret White House meeting on December 21st, 2020. Oh my God, they went to the White House! The Electoral College certified the results in Oh my God, they went to the White House while Trump was president! In his nefarious plot to thwart the will of 80 million voters. Members yeah, they of went Congress to the White House. at the White House on December 21st included Congressman Brian Babbitt, Andy Biggs, Matt Gates, oh Louis Gohmert, oh. Paul Gosar, oh no. Andy Harris, ah. Jody Heiss, ah. Jim Jordan, and Scott Perry. What? Then Congresswoman-elect Marjorie Taylor Greene was also there. Not her too! law states that anyone they do? aspires to overthrow the government is guilty of seditious conspiracy. Yeah, but they are the government, so what are you talking about? By 20 years in jail. Yeah, but they are the government, so what are you talking about? What they were doing was illegal. All but two asked Trump for a preemptive pardon. This the conspiracy. And traitors. What did they, they say? In prison, not in Congress. What did they do? Hold they visited the White House? Accountable. They visited the White House? What? You're telling me they visited the White House while Trump was president? What? They should be in jail. <laughs> what are they talking about? That's their conspiracy. That's their bombshell build up. Wait for it, guys. We're dropping a bombshell tonight. That was it. That was the bombshell. Ten GOP congressmen visited the White House while Trump was president. That's it. That's what they got. That's their. That's that's it. That's the conspiracy theory. Uh, by the way, do you know that uh, when Joe Biden was VP, he was actually intimately involved in his son Hunter's uh, foreign business uh, deals, and uh, actually whistleblowers have come for. Oh, sorry. The globalists are in an absolute panic right now. They are attacking and suing and censoring and spying on and engaging in bullying and physical attacks against populist conservatives and Christians, not just in America, but worldwide. And their number one most hated enemy in the media is InfoWars because we know the globalist number, we know their operation, we know their modus operandi, and we know how to take them down peacefully. We've got great products that fund the operation that also are incredibly powerful and the highest quality for your immune system and more. We have the biggest sale of the year going right now. Black Friday comes early. Use promo code 1776 and get up to 60% off on these best-selling products at InfoWarStore.com. Biggest sale of the year, promo code 1776, up to 60% off. Take action now and empower your body. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, folks. Phone lines are filling up, and we will go to those in just a second. But right now, we are joined by special guest Laura Loomer who is reporting live on the ground from Florida today as InfoWars engages in its extended election coverage late into the night. We'll be tracking the results and getting, of course, on-the-ground reports from people like Ms. Loomer. Uh, thanks, thanks so much for uh, joining us, Laura. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Great to be here with you on this election day. Uh, it is, and you are already bringing us uh, some pretty bombshell information here. As we know, uh, the Biden DOJ has sent... 
observers, watchers to 24 states, 64, I believe, precincts are actually going to be monitored. Here the Hill has the story, DOJ to monitor voting sites in 24 states for federal law compliance. But Florida, uh, Laura, is uh, not too happy about this. DeSantis pushes back, and we actually have the – uh, the letters here from the Florida Department of State where they essentially say you have no jurisdiction here. You are not permitted under Florida law to do what you claim you're, you're going to do. Uh, just break down for us. What exactly is happening here? What is the contention and, and who's going to win this little combat? Yeah, well, as you can see, you know, I shot that letter over to you guys at InfoWars this morning because the letter is clearly dated November 7th. And so that letter that you just showed from the Florida Department of State on their official letterhead is from the general counsel for the Florida Department of State. And that is a letter that was sent late last night to uh, Biden's DOJ. Uh, their unit that, of course, is uh, illegally sending in federal agents to be monitors inside some polling locations and supervisors of elections offices. They did not have authorization from the Florida Department of State. And if you uh, flash that uh, that letter back on the screen, you'll actually see that the general counsel uh, cites the Florida uh, election code and the Florida statute that shows that federal agents are not permitted to go inside these polling locations. Uh, I'm seeing reports that similar things are happening in Missouri and other states as well. Uh, this is a clear-cut example of government overreach and DOJ election intimidation. We know that the Democrats can't win elections unless they steal, unless they cheat, and that is exactly what they're on the move to do all across the country today as pissed-off Americans flood the polls to vote against the destructive Democrat agenda. Absolutely. And just and just reading from the letter here, it is from uh, John Burt Russ, or I'm sorry, it's to John Burt Russ, uh, the deputy chief and elections coordinator, says, Dear Mr. Russ, earlier today, the Florida Department of State received copies of your letters to Miami-Dade and Broward counties in which you seem to indicate that the Department of Justice will send monitors inside polling places in these counties. We also understand you sent similar letters to Palm Beach C- County. But Department of Justice monitors are not permitted under Florida law. Section 102.0313A of the Florida statutes list. Uh, the people, the Florida statutes list the people who may enter any polling room or polling place. Department of Personnel Justice are not included on that list. So, I mean, this really does seem like a violation of of the law. We know that the electoral system in this country is managed at the local level. We do not have a federal election management system, and yet it seems like they're trying to impose that on us, uh, like they always do. I mean, this is what Democrats do, isn't it, uh, Laura? If they can change the law, then it's the law, and it's it's ironclad. But if they don't like the law, then they just sort of circumvent it and do what they want anyway. Right, like rules for thee, not for me, and you're already seeing that. <laughs> I mean, I, I just can't believe it. I'm laughing because it's really, honestly, the most absurd thing I've ever seen. You have Biden's uh, press secretary, okay, yesterday in the White House press room talking about how it's going to take about three or four days or so, maybe even two weeks, to count the results from this election. No, the Democrats are on the move because they know. And look, I am cautiously optimistic. I am not one of these people that's, you know, cheerleading every single day saying red wave, red wave. I think that we need to be very honest as conservatives. I've been a Republican my entire life. But first and foremost, I'm a constitutional conservative. I was an America first congressional candidate. My elections were stolen. And I'm here to tell you that elections have not been secured. The Republican Party has done absolutely nothing to address voter fraud. They don't even want to issue a statement admitting that the 2020 election was stolen. And so I'm cautiously optimistic that Republicans will take back the House 
if somehow patriots are able to flood the polls and overwhelm the cheating. Uh, but uh, we we need to be honest as Republicans. And they said red wave in 2018. I remember doing reporting on the ground all over the country, breaking stories. And if you recall, Republicans were very disappointed uh, on uh, election night during the midterms 2018. So I just want people to understand that while the Republicans want to act like they're saviors today, and look, I'm praying that we take back the House, just remember that the GOP leadership did absolutely nothing to address voter fraud. We have patriots that are rotting in jail cells today because they went to the Capitol to protest the theft of our election. So keep that in mind today. No, you're exactly right. And the one thing that we can't do is be so overly optimistic that people on our side think, I don't even have to go vote. We're going to win so big. It doesn't matter if I vote or not. You got to get out and vote. If everybody thinks that way, then it's it's a I don't know. What's the opposite of a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? It's it's something that uh, you, you can't take for granted. Uh, and so, I mean, what what is the excuse to send these DOJ observe, so-called observe, observers around the country? I mean, 64 precincts, those had to have been chosen specifically. I mean, there are hundreds and hundreds. Why these specific 64? What threat are they aware? Like, has there been any sense of uh, attempt of justification by the DOJ as to why they're sending these people out? Well, look, uh, as we know, and as we have reported at InfoWars over the last several years, I did midterm election coverage for you in 2018 on the ground. We know that South Florida is an election hotbed for the Democrat Party for their voter fraud machine. And so it's really interesting, of course, uh, if you look at the letter that I sent this morning over to your producers, you see that uh, this one's from Palm Beach County, although uh, there's others that were in Miami-Dade County saying the supervisors of elections office, I'm reading it now, has been notified of two federal government oversight activities in Palm Beach County on election day, November 8th, 2022. <laughs> Find it, uh, or first, it's impossible that congressional oversight staffers may be visiting precincts in Palm Beach County. It is imperative that field clerks notify all clerks for this possibility. If these persons appear, they should be permitted to view the voting process if they provide appropriate identification. Uh, these persons should be treated in the same manner as official poll watchers. So you have official letters being sent out, right, to all of the field clerks. You can see right there it's addressed to all field clerks uh, in the early um, month of November. So this isn't just a random drop off. They have been planning this for well over a week now. And even though you have the Department of State saying, hey, when we had our conversation with you, when we had a conversation with the federal government, you never indicated this to us. And so why are you trying to sneak in federal agents? And you can see uh, that is exactly what legal counsel, general counsel for the Florida Department of State noted in their letter. Um, I think, Harrison, to answer your question, we saw the massive rally that Donald Trump had in Miami. He said that it may have been the best rally he's ever had mm -hmm. ever in the history of rallies. I was in Miami and I'll tell you right now that you know, traffic was insane. There were people that drove down all the way from my my district in central Florida, and they were waiting out in the rainstorms from eight o'clock in the morning until that rally happened. You can see it's pouring with rain there. And we are on track, right, to possibly flip the, some of these red counties, specifically Miami-Dade County, which has usually always gone Democrat. Palm Beach County, Broward County, always Democrat, rife with fraud. That was the center of the controversy in 2018 during the recount when we almost got communist, uh, you know, gay porn star loving, uh, meth addicted Andrew Gillum as our governor here in Florida. I want to remind people that Florida is not a red state. For the first time ever in history here in Florida, uh, we are now 
overwhelming, right? Democrat registrations. And we now have the majority in terms of uh, Republican registrations. And of course, that was thanks uh, mostly in part uh, to my campaign manager uh, who uh, represented my campaign uh, this you know, 2022 cycle. Unfortunately, my election was stolen, but that was the work of Marianne Pastilli, who left the RPOF uh, to actually work on my campaign because she felt so passionately about getting America First candidates elected to office. I want to tell you, there's still more independent voter registrations than there are uh, Republicans. So if you combine the Democrat and independent voter registrations in the state of Florida, that's still enough to overwhelm Republican registrations. Right. Why am I telling you this? Because we saw in 2020 that that was a common tactic used to commit mail-in ballot fraud. You had these undeliverable addresses and they used independent or NPA unaffiliated voter registrations to stuff uh, mail-in ballots. All right, we'll, 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 be, we'll be watching for it. I'm sorry, we got to go to break. That's Laura Loomer. She'll be uh, checking in on InfoWars uh, throughout the day, doing coverage for us on the ground. One of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Objection. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. People care about the First Amendment. And in the cryptocurrency, the cryptocurrency page... People can give you in Bitcoin, yes? Yes. Ethereum, right? Yes. As well as XRP, Monero, Litecoin, USD coin, Dogecoin, and Stellar. This is it. Give crypto, fund InfoWars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Thanks to your donations and your support at InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWars is able to broadcast free worldwide, combating the lies of the Great Reset. Give crypto, fund InfoWars. Donate now, InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. I'm pointing my finger at you. And I'm also pointing it right back at myself. You forget to take your multivitamins. You forget to take your vitamin D3. You forget to take your Brain Force Plus. You forget to take DNA Force Plus. You forget to take the X3. And you know it makes your life better. And you know it makes you healthier. And you constantly forget. And when you remember to do it, you're a lot healthier. This stuff will blow you away. Plus, it funds our operation. We've got the biggest sale of the year going right now at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and use promo code 1776 to get up to 60% off on these best-selling products. The lowest deal is 40%. Most of the sales are 60 or 50% when you use promo code 1776. There's too many products to tell you about them all. They're all kick-ass. They keep us on the air. Please continue to support, and I love you, and I thank you. 1776 at InfoWarsStore.com. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We'll go to your phone calls this segment. I thought we'd at least get through the morning show here without getting too many reports of malfeasance or, or suspicious activity, but they're actually already flowing in. And we'll go to some videos here in just a second of what's happening in Maricopa County. Uh, but, of course, we have Laura Loomer on the ground in Florida reporting on, on some of this stuff. Uh, Laura, how can people uh, follow you throughout the day? Of course, you'll be popping into every uh, InfoWars show, and as we do our extended coverage tonight, you'll be, uh, you know, have a 
uh, an important position there. But how, how else can people follow you? And importantly, how can they report to you things that they're seeing or things they have questions about or things that they think you know, the American public need to hear? How, how can they follow you? Official uh, InfoWars uh, coverage for Election Day here in the state of Florida. And so if you are on the ground in Florida and you see any voter fraud at all or any type of election shenanigans, you can email me, laura at lumerd.com. You can follow me and subscribe to my Telegram channel, Lumerd Official. I'm also on Truth Social, uh, Getter, Gab, and Parlor at Laura Loomer. And I will be uh, posting my reports and the links uh, to InfoWars all day long where we will be doing election day coverage all the way through midnight. Absolutely. And of course, as you were pointing out at the end of the last segment, just because Republicans seem to have a slight advantage over Democrats right now, if you take the Democratic and the independent groups, they vastly outnumber just the Republican group. So we're not at the end of this. There's still a lot of fight to go. We're still got to be on the ball and uh, and aggressive and, and looking into things. We cannot be resting back on our laurels and uh, waiting to see what happens. So uh, we're, we're glad to have you there in Florida keeping an eye on things. And uh, please give us a give us a call or, or drop us a text if you have anything you need to come on and report because obviously things are starting to accelerate and things are already breaking there. So uh, thank you, Laura, and we'll, we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll have you on again. Uh, if anything else uh, breaks, I'm sure you'll be the first to report it. So folks, Laura at Loomerd.com is how you can send in tips to Miss Loomer there, and we'll, uh, we'll take them to air, of course. Now let's go out to the phone calls. We have Jeremy in FEMA Region 5 who thinks that there's a potential for martial law after the election. I can't disagree with you there, Jeremy, but explain this to me. What do you think is going to happen? Well, I mean, it's all speculation at this point, but we we see what what happened in 2020. And my concern is the winter of 2022 is going to tell the summer of 2020 to hold my beer, Mm. you know, because no matter what happens, there's going to be outrage. You know, if if the Democrats win, we, we know the fix is in. If the Republicans win, the Democrats are going to accept it. They're going to unleash their Antifa, their BLM. But Antifa doesn't exist. You know, that's just a myth, right? right. So my concern is this is the, cow- the powder keg, the spark that's going to ignite the civil unrest in this country. I'm, and you're it's, right. It's, it's, a, it's a lose-lose situation with these people infecting your country. Either they win and everything yeah. gets worse or you win and they go freaking insane. Yeah, it's a good point. And, and we live in a constitutional republic, but the way the current government is acting, that they are without limits on their power, they're treating it as a democracy, and that's why they're saying democracy's on the ballot, because that's how they feel. Right. You know, they're treating, they're treating this country like a democracy. We don't have any limits on our power. We're going to control you. You shut up and do what we tell you, yep. or we're going to put you in jail, or we'll put you in a FEMA camp. And I'll, I'll, you tell, you, I'll tell you, January 6th was the most effective PSYOP mind control operation the world has ever seen, and I think a lot of Republicans have really been, as, as Laura Loomer was talking about just there, they haven't done anything to— uh, fight against voter fraud because they're afraid that if they try to do anything to make our election process more legitimate, they'll be claimed as election deniers and they're scared of being called terrorists. I mean, this the level of fear that has been put into the average American after January 6th has been totally, it has deadened the ability of Americans to actually speak out against what the government's doing out of fear of being arrested and, and mistreated by the FBI and the, the DOJ. But I think, I think that's sort of wearing off a little bit as people realize the thing you should be really scared of is an out-of-control government that keeps its, its citizens in a state of perpetual 
fright in order to manipulate them. That's the real threat. That's what you should be really scared of. You should be scared of not standing up. You should be scared of not speaking out. You should be scared of losing these rights because you don't exercise them. So it's a very good point, Jeremy, and thank you so much for the call. We now have Mike in New York who's called in about lefty Twitter. Mike, I swear I could spend 20 hours going through every single one of these people's tweets and dissecting their psychology like like digging through the the brain of a frog. Uh, but thanks for calling in. What's your opinion on old lefty leftist Twitter there? Good morning, Harrison. Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Thanks for calling in. All right. So as Antifa is uh, applying their black nail polish and black eyeliner, uh, patriots everywhere are filling up their purified water with a little bit of fizzy magnesium and a little bit of vitamin mineral fusion. Add a couple drops of survival shield to that. All right. And uh, get I got, ready. I got Buckle them all up. right here, yeah. a boy. That's how I started my day. I got uh, the Turbo Force waiting at home. I saved some just for tonight. So don't tell anybody where I am. I don't need anybody come trying to get some from me. I know it's <laughs> a rare commodity right now. Um, but the reason I called, all jokes aside, um, Kathy Hochul's Twitter, I mean, I, since, since the Elon thing, I've gotten back on there and I'm, you know, flooding, flooding the, the liberals with all the, all the, all the trollery and, you know, it's just getting nasty with them. Good. And, uh, you know, I'm not, first of all, I'm not getting shadow banned, which is a good sign. Um, second of all, um, you can go look at any of her latest tweets if you go it, the comment section is really where you want to be looking and it's nine to one her just getting bashed over the head with just like i mean let's call it right wing misinformation <laughs> right <laughs> and it's just it's brutal like i've never seen in my life i mean i'm 29 years old i'm not you know the oldest guy out here but i've never seen um new yorkers like this this uh tenacious i guess you could say in in their um in how they're going at the candidates here i mean wow. i'll tell you what it, I, just, it, I, I just went to um kathy hochel's twitter feed here and if people don't know uh, you know since twitter doesn't have down votes they, they have likes and retweets and quote tweets and so what you say is that they get ratioed when what that means is there's more comments than there are likes in other words there's more people going to the tweet to disagree with it than there are people liking it and it's like it's a bad tweet if it gets ratioed, essentially, is, is the point. And I'm seeing every single one of her tweets uh, being ratioed. This one, 100 likes, 200 comments. Uh, 346 likes, 400 comments. 719 likes, 826 comments. So every single one of her tweets has more disagreement than agreement attached to it. Uh, why do you think that is, Mike? Um, we're fed up. We're completely fed up, you know. She gets she gets on the stage at the debate, and she just makes a complete mockery of how everybody feels, and people are sick of it. I mean, I, I work at a postal service at, at an office, and um, I carry mail. And uh, one of my actual, actually, one of my carriers today uh, said to me, he goes, "Usually, we try not to talk about stuff in the office, but he says to me this morning, he goes, oh, I voted for the person who supports the postal service.'" And I go, well, that's, that's not right. You should have voted for the person that supports your 401k. Right. 
or the person, yeah, or the or the person that'll put criminals in jail. So you know, because I mean, that's a, that's a dangerous profession delivering mail. It's uh, you know, you got to walk around those streets. Now, I I think you're right. It's um, it's things that people are experiencing in their everyday life, which is why it's so difficult for the Democrats these days. Is they're they're literally trying to censor your life experience, essentially, right? They're trying to inject themselves between you and what you're experiencing to try to tell you that it's it's not true what you're living through. It's not true the money you're spending and the the crime you're experiencing. It's there it's it's imaginary apparently, just like Antifa doesn't exist. Thank you for the call, Mike. I do want to get to one more call before the end of this segment. We have Philip in the great state of Florida. You have some questions about the midterms. Philip, thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Hey Harrison, how's it going? Good, thank you. Good, good. Um, so yeah, you know, I'm just living down here in the great state of Florida. Um, I did have a couple comments on the election as well, and I want to get your take on. Uh, so we'll just start with this. What 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 is your take on what would happen if there is not a red wave? But uh, it's a good question. So what'll happen if they if if the Democrats are able to cheat us out of our deserved victory uh i think we'll experience what we've experienced the last two years more collapse more crime more chaos more transgenderism more book burning and and all and and outrage and madness i mean i don't know what what do you expect Phil? i mean we've been living with the results of a democrat victory for the last two years and literally every part of everyone's life has gotten tangibly worse so I, i'm just expecting more of that <laughs> phil <laughs> Well, well, yeah, so I, I agree with you. That's actually my exact take on it also. Um, I have one other point, but uh, I completely forgot it. I'm sorry about that. I'm at uh, work right now. Well, that's <laughs> right. We're, we're going to break anyway, so that was uh, divine intervention uh, for us. But thank you very much for the call. Get out and vote and uh, keep your eyes open there in Florida. As we know, the DOJ is targeting that state in particular for oversight. Ray, I don't site further folks go to infowarsstore.com to support us we are doing a broadcast late into the night whole crew's going to be here i'll be here owen will be here alex will be here laurel will be here other special guests will be here that i don't know if i'm supposed to tell you about but it'll be big it's our best seller we first came out with it five years ago and it was a moderate seller but as folks tried vitamin mineral fusion and experienced the way it made them feel and how healthy it made them it has become our number one overall bestseller And it's been sold out for a while, but it's finally back in stock. Vitamin Mineral Fusion doesn't just supercharge your immune system, but it helps every cellular function of the body. It has all the minerals, all the key amino acids, all of the essential vitamins that you need to live and be healthy. Essential means without these things, you die. And so much of the food is debased. There's so many chemicals in the environment. It is critical to bolster our body's defenses with a product like this. Now, there are other great vitamin mineral products out there. But this is amongst the very best, and it's a low price, and it funds the info war. So the only way you lose is not taking action today, getting Vitamin Mineral Fusion, finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com.